0: Six years ago, Ellis Hammond's entire mission changed. He was a full-time college pastor with vision and passion, but broke. Now a full-time real estate entrepreneur, Ellis is the founder of Kingdom Real Estate Investors, the number one community for faith-driven leaders impacting the world through real estate investing. If you're a kingdom-minded real estate investor or entrepreneur seeking to advance God's kingdom outside the church walls, welcome to the Kingdom REI podcast, where Ellis interviews Christian entrepreneurs and investors focused on advancing God's kingdom through real estate investing. Enjoy the show.
1: Guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Real Estate Investor Podcast. I just went, I'm so excited for this, for this guest. I had her on early on in my uh, entrepreneurial career, and she has been such a blessing to me, to our audience, and literally to millions of other people uh, through her book, through her books, I should say. We're going to talk about one of them today, Grace Over Grind. Uh, But welcome to the show, Shea Bynes. How are you?
0: I am doing really great, and it's good to be back with you. Seriously. I don't even know when that was, but it feels like <laughs> forever ago. So I was really oh, you're good. Talking
1: about, I don't even think I had a kid. You know, I might right. have two kids. You know, by the time the show airs, I will have two kids. I love it. Uh, hey, I, will you just pray for us today? I, I yeah. just would love for you to pray for our audience as we get sure. started.
0: Absolutely. Well, Father, thank you just for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for your love. We are so, so grateful. I'm thankful for everyone who is listening here, those who have hearts for you, hearts for others, and really desire to bring glory to your name uh, through what they're putting their hands to with real estate and the other things that you have placed on their hearts. So Holy Spirit, I thank you that you will just speak to the hearts of those who are listening to just make this message that this conversation that the two of us are going to have here really connect individually with every single person listening. So we just thank you for all of that now. in Jesus, name.
1: Amen. Amen. You know, we were hitting something before, like how, you know, why, why I think not why you've had success for many reasons, but it's because you've also created a space for many entrepreneurs to, to have a place where they don't have to cringe. Like when we're yeah. talking about money or we're yes. talking about ambition or we're talking about success. T- tell me like, I don't like how have you over the years helped people enter into that conversation? What have you learned about the, the Christian church and just their desire for for more of these spaces, for more of these conversations?
0: Yeah. So Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur is now, gosh, we celebrated 10 years last November, which is wild. And I remember when we started that, if you Googled Kingdom Entrepreneur or anything like that, you wouldn't (laughs) find anything. like You would find Christian Entrepreneur and stuff like that. So what I have found is that kind of this idea of not just doing business for God, like, you know, Hey, I'm out here, I'm operating off of principles and I'm out here for the glory of God. But this idea of actually doing business with God, that partnership mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. uh, is, has been one of those things that I've found that many had a heart for, but didn't necessarily even know that was a thing. Like I didn't many years ago, like, cause I didn't even know God really even cared about the details of my business and that, that aspect of my life strangely, I just didn't really make that connection. So there's a lot of people who they show up and they're like, this has been the cry of my heart. I just didn't have language for it. And so now I'm so glad that I can learn how to lean into the wisdom of heaven concerning how I function in business that I can align my heart's desires around business, around family, around all these various areas, align myself with God's heart and God's mind concerning this thing and that's a game changer. Once you once you find that space of alignment, you know, where The uh, scripture talks about delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It doesn't mean we just come up with our desires and ask God to bless them. I've been there. I used to do that. It's actually being flexible and pliable in his hands and aligning your mind and heart with his. And I'm finding that, you know, from all the folks that we've mentored or people who've just kind of been listening to a podcast or whatever that send messages is that that's been a real game changer for them. And so that's been exciting to see that just increase. You know, over the let, years. Let me
1: ask you this: question. You brought something up, like we know that God wants to, know, you know, do business with us. Like, clearly he wants to do business with us, but like yes. actually business with us too. Like, how do you? How do we know that? Like, you say that so confidently, and where yes. I think maybe a lot of people listening to this may not be able to say that so confidently.
0: How? Yeah.
1: How do you know that?
0: Yeah. So I think about a couple of things from scripture that I think really make that clear. I could do three things off the top of my head. One where the scripture talks about how we are co-laborers with Christ. So we're operating together. That's not like we co-labor with Christ only as a parent or as or only in our personal life or whatever. No co-labor. We work together, including in your work life. I think about the scripture where Jesus says, abide in me, you know, so this is not just abide in me. You know, in this area of your life, it's abide in me just as a person who's a citizen of the kingdom of God. You know, it's like when you think about these things in Him, we live, in Him, we move, in Him, we have our very being. We can't compartmentalize those Mm -hmm. things. That Mm -hmm. means in every area of our life that He actually desires to walk with us, to work with us, to do life with us, and we do life in Him.
1: Mm. That's powerful all right i want to get into this grace over grind topic today what like so because so we're on we're on volume two oh yes this is the fifth
0: anniversary expanded edition so yes
1: why do you think guys if you haven't read grace over grind yet like this is this is foundation to christian entrepreneurship my in my opinion like you got to go get this book shay has literally spoken this message i mean literally helped she millions guys like this is this is something you want to go get if you have not uh, got by the way, Amazon. Wh- where where are we selling this everywhere? Yeah, right? it's at
0: it's at Amazon or your other favorite retailers. But yeah, we definitely get, it's available in Kindle audiobook and paperback. So
1: so whatever you like it. I'm <laughs> curious. Okay, I got a couple questions over Grace sure. Overgrind. Number one is like, why do you think this just hit? Like what from the very beginning, this has been the topic, right? That I feel like yeah. in some ways has given you this helped you the rise of your platform, right? This, this topic, this book, Grace Over Grind. Yeah why did that hit
0: i think the title itself was provocative enough for people to be curious i think that's part of it where it's like hmm grace over grind. i wonder what that's about because man in
1: entrepreneurship and you're right like i feel like it's you know you got guys like gary v talking and little inuit people Hormozy. like the grind language has maybe come down a little bit from influencer but five years ago when you wrote this book it was like grind or nothing, like yes. grind or die. <laughs> yes,
0: team no sleep all day, right? A hundred percent. You
1: can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I think part of it was just like, oh, that sounds like something that I'm curious about and want, and so let me explore that. So I think that's part of it. And then another aspect of it is just like, I mean, God just breathed on this thing. I mean, yeah. there was just a lot of divine orchestration after I released this book that I can't take any credit for that. God just put this message. uh, The way it actually happened was in the YouVersion Bible app. One of the plans that um, one of the plans that I had in there, one of the Bible reading plans, it wasn't even grace over grind. It was another one was called demonstrating God's presence in business. Mm -hmm. And that was placed not by any of my own doing in the first place category under work. And so people didn't even have to search for it to find it. And at that time, this was just a handful of months after I released Grace Over Grind, we had a ton of people show up in the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur community and then then be introduced to Grace Over Grind that way. So it began, it's like when God really accelerated Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur in that year, which was shortly after Grace Over Grind was released, it just at that point, now there was just a lot more people that even know it existed in the first place. So there's just a a, a bit of, God's orchestration on just what we were doing in general that gave greater platform for it, and then I believe the title itself has been grabbing hold of a lot of people's attention.
1: It, well, let me ask you this: like, and clearly, the best products are ones that people talk about. So, yeah, they got their attention. God did a work, but like, what do you think it stirred up in people? Like, what has what the stories from that? You've yeah. been leading this for five years. I'm curious: yes. like, what have you seen the impact on the kingdom? of oh, oh you know nail a five-year anniversary like yeah. you look back like god let's celebrate what do you what what, what is there to celebrate
0: yeah, I think there's a lot to celebrate and I don't even get us to get a chance to see even a small bit of the yeah. ripple effect, you yeah. know, of what this has done. But when I just think about the stories that I receive on a regular basis, whether they're from those who come into our Igniter's mentoring community and seeing the shifts that they've made, the alignment that they've made with God in their businesses, the the results in their family lives. And in their business lives Mm. has been really, really powerful. There's been some who the Lord has led them to do some highly uncomfortable things for them to get out of something we were doing before and Uh into something that he had for them and watching people embrace that and then see God breathing on, on, on the thing that's in alignment with what he had for them has been super exciting You know, we've seen divine favor lead to businesses that are debt free, that they didn't know how they can't explain it, except for the fact that God orchestrated it. You know, we've just seen just a lot of goodness over the years. And like I said, it's just that's just the small piece. There's been yeah. local pastors who contact me that are like, man, I know you were talking to business owners, but my goodness, like, this wow. is me. Like I'm grinding as a well, pastor I mean, and the, this is changing. 100%, me. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So entrepreneurial. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I've got messages from corporate employees, like in Silicon Valley that are like, this is totally grind culture, but you know, yeah. groups of folks from Google and Apple, and you know, stuff like that coming together and reading it together, university students who they haven't even finished college yet that then had this as a reading and assignment in their university and are going into a workplace with the concept of doing it with God. Yeah. When I think about those things, the impact for generations to come, you know, those who have been making these pivots over the years, it's powerful. And that's, that's only so, a tiny little bit.
1: Yeah, that's so crazy. I am I'm, I'm, I want to know, so it's been five years, like what yeah. have you changed your mind about? Okay, like I know this thing is improving <laughs> out better, but like what what is what have you is there something that you would say i've changed my mind about this since i wrote that book there's one thing that
0: comes to mind and that is when i wrote this originally i was coming from the mindset that look at this great invitation that we have from our heavenly father, you know, we have this invitation from Jesus. We have this invitation from the Holy spirit. Like we can do business with him. So I was coming from the perspective of, this is an amazing invitation. We should say yes to it. And here's all the goodness that results. The thing that I've changed my mind about is that I don't just see it as an invitation. I see it as an invitation and I see it as a mandate. Like we are mm. actually called to walk in this way. Mm. If we are a believer and say, Jesus is Lord and spirit, savior of my life, Lord and savior of my life, then there's really no other way of doing life than abiding in him, learning how to work from his rest to actually walk this thing out and not do things primarily in our own strength. So it's not just an invitation. It is it's an amazing invitation. But it's also what we're called to if we're citizens in the kingdom of God. So the thing that I've been, you know, so you kind of get that sense in this second edition. It's just because I'm coming from that perspective. So it kind of, so it rings different. People who read the first one and are reading the second one are catching the upgrade (laughs) in in that, because that's something that really has changed in me. Uh, in well, terms of how I deliver the message
1: yeah I mean because that comes with authority too now right it's yes, like hey yes God is not we're not just talking about like you know and I think that as you you grow in your authority we're like who God is and how we you, even your reverence of God of like he's not just asking
0: yeah like this is I mean this is abide in me <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I mean it's just it's like some of these things it's like we for me, I just didn't even know. That's why it was so revolutionary for me. The scripture that was the thing that set this whole thing off for me, uh, however many years ago, 11, 12 years ago, was when I heard Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30 in the message for the first time sitting in church. And it's this is a scripture commonly noticed when Jesus says, "You know, come to me, all of those who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. He talks about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But in the message, it says, are you tired, worn out? burnt out on religion, come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn Mm. the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And so it was like, wait, there's a gap between how I'm doing life and certainly business right now and what I'm capturing from this. It was a whole lot of width. Walk with me, work with me, keep company with me. Yeah. And that was what started it for me. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize, like they don't fundamentally realize this, that this is actually the life that we're called to.
1: Wow. I was just sitting down I had dating out with my wife last night and I was just telling her like how much this has transitioned for me. Like I feel I'm I feel a lot of peace, even yeah. though there's there's a lot of crazy things going on. And I think it's because I mean, last year was, was probably the most stressful couple quarters of my entrepreneurial career. Yeah. And um and and now I, I feel even though there's a lot of things still going on, there's a different piece about me. And I think what I've realized is that, you know, you have to play out some of these fears. I think a lot of what um especially for an entrepreneur, like you you're you're taking on risk. You're a risk taker yes. by trade, right? And so it is a freaking right. stressful uh occupation.
0: Yes.
1: I think what I didn't what I didn't do early on is like really play out the fear because like that really is what you know you can you know something happens you feel your heart you know rise and yeah. you know you get that 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 punch in your gut type feeling I think what I've done lately and I really take it to the Lord is like Lord what is, what is the worst that can actually happen if this were to go the way that I like whatever my body feels like because your yeah. body feels it before your mind actually tells you yeah. what it is Does that makes sense yeah right and so my body feels it and I'm like, okay, what is that? And then a really good job of like playing it. like what is the worst What what is the worst thing and the worst thing is that i could be sued and that and i'm I'm not t- speaking any specific situation but the worst right. thing is that I could be sued someone could come out for my company all of my money take it away and i set, i've set with that and be like okay <laughs>
0: and you're like i can move on now like, like yeah you know, the like, question like that, that would ask suck him? but oh, like go
1: ahead. but i would just say like to finish i was like but, you know, as I sat with the Lord, I'm like, but man, you know what they can't take away? They can't take away my faith. They can't take away my relationship with God. Right. They can't take away the love I have and the love my wife has for me, my kids. Like those, those are things I would have to do in order to lose that. Right. Yes. And so I think that type of peace and realizing like I sit in God's grace and he has given these things to me and I'm going to continue to live ethically and live morally and, and yes. do business by his way. Yes. And as if he blesses it, great. And if, you know, like that is the protection I feel now. I think there's a protection. I feel like, Lord, I I am yours. And in yours, you know, my heart and and the way we live before you, like, let's just go, you know, and like, I I don't want to live in this fear, this stress all the time. And that's where I feel like I've been living in God's grace lately, and not just in the grind of like, I got to protect my own self. It's like, this is business. People are going to talk about you, come at you, whatever it is. It's like, I I live in God's grace and he gives and he taketh the way. Yeah. And if you want it, like just come get it. Like you try to come get it at least. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, um, I got peace and joy. I'm, all, I'm gonna be all right. So that's you know, I don't know how that hits, but that's 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 real life for me right now.
0: Yeah, I understand that. Uh, one of the frequent questions that I ask the Lord, especially in times that could be a space of anxiety for whatever reason or fear, like you talked about, is I say, Lord, what's your perspective? Mm -hmm. on this because I want to have the lens of heaven concerning an issue you know a situation you know whatever is going on and then so it's either that and asking him for his like his lens his perspective on it and then sometimes if it's like anxiety a lot I do what I call the lie truth exchange and I'm like lord okay if I'm sitting in anxiety around this thing then there's a lie that I'm believing what is the lie I'm believing and what is the truth you want me to know and then I take that lie and I exchange it for the truth and then I have that truth to stand on regardless of whatever is going on, uh, whatever looks like is happening, then it's truth that I can stand on. And I remember early, early on, I used to ask, there would be days where I would ask the Lord, I would do this lie truth exchange, like four or five times in a day over something, you know, years later now, I don't have to do that nearly as often, because now I've rooted myself in so many truths that are just revelation for me, that those things are unshakable. Now there's new things that come up, and those are the things I still have to work through because there's levels to this thing. We never graduate, you know. There's always more in him, and as he expands territory, and there's all these other things, you're you're presented with new challenges. That's why I say uh, it's funny. I was um, I'm running a virtual book club for folks who had bought the book really early on, and someone had asked me, "So do you graduate? Like, do you ever get to the point where you're like, I've mastered this?" And I'm like. No, unless you look at mastery as like a trajectory where you're like, you know, there's phases of mastery, but no, you never master it. Well, you can't, right?
1: Because as an entrepreneur, you're elevating. Like the problems get bigger, the risks get bigger, right? like, and so your faith has to grow with that too, you know?
0: Yes. And if, and if, and think about it, like it didn't say, he wasn't saying walk with me, work with me until you've reached X, Y, and Z. Yeah. No, it is, this is a lifelong progression from one level of faith to the next from one yeah. level of strength to the next from one level of glory to the next yeah right where it's a progressive thing and i can re- i can actually track back it becomes a joke in our household where i'm like up we just unlocked Grace Over Grind level 7.0, right? Like, you know, we, there's years of walking this out where we realized, ah, we have moved into something else that's gonna require leaning in even more in some new ways in this particular season, right? It's like, I can recognize points of my journey along the last, you know, 11 years or so where it was like, ah, <laughs> next level of this, you know and I will continue in that, you know yeah, for the rest of horrible. my life.
1: See, I don't think I've ever unlocked your genius on the podcast about really how to turn your idea into an offer, right? Like how to really take something you're passionate about. Clearly, you've been passionate about kingdom-driven entrepreneurship, and you've yeah. turned that into um, a pretty darn successful company that uh, actually has monetary value. I, I'd love to, like, uh, mastermind with you the last part of the show of, like, if someone's sitting and they, they have a message they want to share or they're passionate about something, How do you turn that idea or that passion into an offer into something that I can actually make money?
0: I believe that the first step is actually getting God's heart and mind concerning the thing. And so I would be engaging God from the start. And when I say that, I mean, literally asking the Lord, what is your, like, here's taking that thought that you have that dream and putting that before him and saying, Lord, like, this is what's been on my heart. But like, what's your heart concerning this thing? Mm. I'd be having a dialogue. With the Holy Spirit around this, what's, what's your mind concerning this? What's your heart concerning the people I'm called to serve with this? Like, I want to have your point of view. I would start there because then you're starting, you're starting with a partnership from, with God from the very beginning. And when you capture his mind and heart on something, even if that takes some time and some you know, unveiling bit by bit, then yeah. at least when you're starting to develop thoughts and strategy around what those things can look like, you're not doing that primarily in your own strength. You're mm-hmm. doing that from a place of really seeking the heart of the Father and seeking the Holy Spirit for strategy too. So make your plans, but then submit those plans to the Lord yeah. and see if there's tweaks, see if there's new insights, those types of things. That's, yeah. that's how I would start. And then I would be willing by faith to take steps one step at a time based off of the things that I believe are being revealed and confirmed. I wouldn't be taking a whole, like let's say someone's like, oh, I've got a whole idea and I'm ready to run to the races, right? If you do that, then you can really miss some important nuance. So the idea is to stay with God on it. Not to like say, I've got the blueprint, now I'm gonna run and go do this in my own strength now. It's actually to actually walk that thing out with him. And for those who are like, but I don't know if this is really God, you know. I, I have these ideas, but I'm like I don't know if it's God or not. And I'm engaging God, but I don't really know if this is you know God confirming things or if this is just like the pizza I ate last night or, or if this is the enemy talking to me. And this is what I wanna to say to those who are having that concern. First of all, <laughs> it's, I wanna point out one thing that's interesting, which is you would probably go and purchase a blueprint from some expert or some guru who said that they've had breakthrough in a particular area and follow it without any hesitation. But yet, when the very creator, the one who knew you before your mama knew you, is speaking to you, then all of a sudden you're putting an undue burden on yourself regarding whether this is oh, I'm just not I'm just not sure. So we don't want to be expert led, we want to be Holy Spirit led. He is mm-hmm. the source, everyone and everything else is a resource. So mm-hmm. I want to point that out first. Secondly, just practically If what you're sensing and believing and thinking is, is not against his nature is not against the scripture, then take a step as if, because as you take those steps in faith, it's a muscle that you got to exercise, especially when you're first learning how to partner with God, you've got to take those steps that the action that you're taking is the very evidence that you are walking in faith as you're walking this out and watch as he confirms things as you go. And so I like to give people that place of freedom because a lot of people will get stuck. Like if before they were doing business and partnership with God, Ellis, it was like, oh, no, no, no. I've got the blueprint and I'm running with it. But then all of a sudden it's a business to partnership with God. And then they get all weird. Sure. And it's like, no, no, no. I, and now we're all stagnated. Don't get stagnated. Keep taking steps on that idea that you have, but don't do them without him. Do them with them.
1: Wow. Jay, that is so fire. I mean, you know how many conversations I have with people, you know, because we have an offer. I may be the expert, as you say, right? Not the Holy Spirit, yeah. but I love that man, Holy Spirit. We're not expert level, Holy Spirit. Let everyone else is just a resource. That's that's killer. But <laughs> as the expert, you know, I'm trying to teach people how to break into real estate, yeah. and they'll say, "Man, what else? Like, do you believe I can help you?" Well, yeah. Okay. So what you know? Do you, do you believe that you you follow these steps, you can get into real estate? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready to get started? Well, no. Well, why? (laughs) Because like, and and it becomes this God thing. Like, I don't know if he's really calling me to this. And there's such a paralyzing fear of like, I'm going to do something that God has not called me to. And you know what I always say? Like, remember dude, like, or if it's a girl, I don't say dude, but you know what I mean? (laughs) I say, do you realize that God is way more concerned with the person he is calling than the calling itself like he's way more concerned like it's because it almost becomes like this idea of like am i being am i living in obedience or am i not living in obedience am i sinning or not sinning and it's like yeah. God is way more concerned with the person he's calling you the heart than he is what you're actually doing it's like they, it's almost this idea of like i can't go get into real estate because is that really where god wants to lead me and, you know and i mean it's just it, it I feel like there's this, this crazy weight or pressure of people to be like, I have this next step has to be in the center of God's will. Or I'm like, you know, I'm like, Jesus yeah. didn't even live like that. The man spent 30 years before he walked into the center of, of God's, you know, divine calling for his life. And so, um, I really appreciate that perspective because yeah. I think it's so, so helpful. I always say, you know, this is this, just action brings clarity. Like it, yeah, you know, and the, the only way to get that is action.
0: God. I'm sorry. I didn't, I I didn't mean to speak. No, please continue. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is wasted in the kingdom of God. So this idea of, am I in the center of his will? I mean, your perspective of what the center of his will is, is often pretty skewed. Like if something's on your heart to do and you walk it out and then you find out like, five or 10 years later, that there's a particular assignment that you have in the kingdom. Watch if you track back all your activity up to that point and see all the gold that you experienced in those things that helped you. When I think about my, if I go and track back my path before, you know, I was walking into something that I've, the first thing that I really believed was like, no, this is absolutely the assignment on your life. And, And I knew it without And I I knew it. And that was with this work with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. But when I go back and track my real estate investing career, you know, running that business, what I did in my corporate years, what I did in my side businesses during my corporate years, even the computer science degree that I picked just because I wanted a good paying job after I left college. I can track back so much goodness from each of those phases of my life. That I can be like nothing is wasted in the kingdom of God. Yeah. The very DNA that I have, spiritual DNA, and all of those experiences linked together make me a very unique expression of, of God in whatever yeah. area, wherever I am, 100%. wherever I am. So we we shouldn't put so much pressure on ourselves.
1: <laughs> well, you, you you like you say it so graciously. You know what I say to them, Shay? I just like you think of yourself as too important to God. Like, <laughs> let's just be real about what it, what you're really saying. Like and i I, that's why i say like gosh it's just true though like you see yourself as too important like (laughs) does god want to use you yes does he need to use you no oh my gosh like just get (laughs) going with it like Like, let's go you know what i'm saying and so i think i think that's that is a, a thing we like we have is just like we are like oh man like i gotta i gotta get this right because because god you know I'm, I'm gonna mess up the kingdom or something i'm like yeah it's like no you're not that powerful <laughs> I, hey if you don't step up somebody else will you know and so yes. it, I, I just think that's another way and i say it that bluntly because i think people need to hear it i I don't say it to be mean i say it to take yeah. the pressure off of folks so yeah. like listen the best advice someone ever gave me in my business is ellis you're not as important to your business as you think you are i'm like oh dang okay so now I can actually start to hire people. I can actually start to do things. I don't need to be the person always talking or right. delivering the experience, et cetera. Yeah. And it's, and, and that was a, that was a help that was blunt, but it was like, Oh, okay. I can move on.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's the same, you know, same thing for that. So, you know, my, um, I love the advice. My wife has gotten into watercoloring recently. Like yeah. she's always been an artist really got into watercoloring and, um, and is writing blessings with people. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, me as the entrepreneur, I'm like always trying to turn it into a bit. I'm like, this is going to be so big, you know, it's like, let's write a book. Let's do a course, you know, all these things. And she's been so good about just like one, the one thing I have been helpful for, I'm like, you need to, you need to do content. Like people need to see your work. And it's been so cool as she's been posting it. You should follow her some hand Hammond art on Instagram. Uh, you'll really enjoy it. Hand Hammond art now it's watercolors. And she does these blessings, uh, with every piece of art. And, um, it's been so cool to see how it's really, I mean, we got pastors across San Diego, like reading her stuff in sermons. Yeah. Um, so and good. how God is like really using it and, you know, and she's just doing it in obedience and we'll see where the Lord takes it. You know, she had yes. someone reach out to her the day. I was like, Hey, I have this um publisher in my church who saw, you know, I, who saw your post on my Instagram and wants to connect with you. So it's like, all right, yeah, like what, let's just what let's be obedient that you know yeah. you know she's being so good like i have this message i need to share it i have these prophetic words for people yes. i want it's uncomfortable for me to do but i'm going to step out in obedience and do it
0: yes. and then
1: to just be patient of like you know me because i'm like i got the seven, <laughs> seven bigger plan you know i'm like we could turn this the into strategy a just comes through right you know what i mean like we could turn this into a right now and she's like no, oh my don't gosh yeah do i'm like well can i do it and you keep no, no, i'm just gonna do that but it's been great that um You know, she's living that out of like, she's, you know, she's, where's the Lord going to take it?
0: Yeah, I really she's, love that she's doing this with her. She's doing grace over grind on this thing. So I have this I have this chapter that talks about sustainable rhythms. Like one of the gifts of a of a one of the gifts of the grace mindset is sustainable rhythms. And I talk about God's timing, I talk about like t- the tempo, like so there's certain seasons where there's a lot going on, certain seasons where there's a little, but like discerning God's tempo for in the season of something mm. because some of us who have who are just wired for just like, like you just described, no, we can do this, that, that, yeah. and the other, and that's a gift that you have, but it's so important to find ourselves in that pace of grace for <sighs> yes, something yeah. that's on our Oof. heart and be operating in that pace of his grace. Because as soon as we get out of it, then what we force to create, now we have to sustain it ourselves. But when we do that thing with him at his pace, then at that, he is sustaining that he is elevating, he is promoting, and he's the best promoter. And so it's so important. And I love that, that that's why I want it's one of my favorite chapters about sustainable rhythms, is because, and that's a new chapter actually, in that, this edition. Bro, that was
1: fire shade. Yeah, that's a new chapter. <laughs> that's Holy Spirit right there. Would you say you yes. said what we I love that idea of like what we create on our own out of the out of his pace? We'll have to sustain on our own.
0: Yeah. And it becomes the grind We're having to work wow. primarily in, in our own strength, excessive. Hard work
1: I mean that's like when I think about the the stress that I have is because of that like yeah. I, I'm not kidding in it and, and I, that that's why like i really i'm so grateful for my wife and she's a good example for me because you know there are i've I've said this prayer where I'm like asking the Lord to you know protect us over things and and whatnot I'm like and I, and, and it's almost a confession of like you know, you're praying for protection. You're praying for grace over something. You're praying for help in something, and you're like, "I've got to need. I, I, you know, you need your grace, you need your protection, you need your help." I'm not gonna lie. I probably did this. I probably made this decision without you. <laughs> like, right. I probably did this in my yeah. own grind to use yeah, your language. Yeah. But I'm needing grace right now. You yes. know, and 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 it's yes. and I, I think that's um. So I love that idea about pace because right? I yeah. think we can avoid a lot of a lot of pay, a lot of hurt a lot of pain by paying attention to to that idea.
0: Yeah, but you know what I also love is that you went back to the source with that because a lot of people- well, then it's like, oh, well, I probably, you know, instead of saying, oh, now let me go to him about, yeah, I kind of probably did this in my own strength, but now I'm also seeking your grace, your solution, your wisdom in a manner. And some people take it as condemnation for themselves mm. and then go and try, then they'll grind trying to trying to figure things out yeah. from their grind. So it's like, yeah. just add grind to bond grind and you're uh, like recognizing i am his beloved son there is no condemnation in this thing he can restore and redeem like you took that posture by the, by the, the humble posture of taking that thing before the lord as a son and saying, yeah, I might have done this thing in in my own strength or just from just from the, uh, the, the way I'm just kind of wired to go after things, Lord. So I might have just done that, gone a little bit too far, but I know you're my father. I know there's grace for this and there's wisdom and strategy. And so I want to point that out because a lot of people don't do that. Yep. They then condemn themselves and then continue to grind on top of their grind to try to fix their grind.
1: T- tell me a little bit about kind of what you, your activity this year. Are you speaking more. Yeah, to, was, I mean, I clearly you speaking more. I know you're doing more podcasts and stuff. But how do people, you know, get get in person with you? What what what's, what are some stuff that Kingdom Entrepreneur is doing? Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Yeah.
0: So I don't know if you knew this because it's been a while since we've talked. So I'm not even the CEO anymore. My husband ah, became beautiful. the CEO of Kingdom Driven LLC at the end of 2020, and so now I am officially the advisor. Uh, for Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, which has been awesome. Um, so, my season now for this year has really been, at least for the next six months, has been, Lord said, be evangelistic about this message of working by the power of God's grace, right? And so, right now, my focus is on this message, getting this message out. You know, before when I was running Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, I was really focused on building. And so, this message was kind of like, if you catch it, come on over here. Yeah. But now I'm going out you know, in other places and spaces with it. So uh, the way my time is, my business activities look really different, you know, in 2023 than they did, you know, in years past. But I'm excited about seeing people really catch on to this because I believe it's absolutely foundational to really growing and thriving in the kingdom and in business in the kingdom. It really is.
1: Uh, Well, if folks want to continue to follow along what you're doing. Yeah. in this message, one, go get the book.
0: Yes. Go to graceovergrind.com or just hop on Amazon and grab grab it, but you can get some links on graceovergrind.com. Is there any specialties if that they go
1: to Grace Over Grind? They get any bonuses?
0: Uh, not not anymore. Not anymore. But They lost <laughs> the bonuses? <laughs> Dang. That was during launch. That was during launch. All right. Grace Over Grind books. or Amazon
1: to go get the book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go get so Yes, go get the book. But when you're inside the book, there are some bonuses and some really good things inside that book when you do buy it. So I will Welcome. share that there are bonuses inside the book that I think would be, be a real blessing to you. And if you wanted to connect with me, I mean, I'm on social media. You'll find me mostly on Facebook and on, on Instagram and even LinkedIn these days, but you can connect with me there. And, um, and you may not have even known this anymore, but I'm not even the host for Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Podcast anymore, but the podcast is still going and growing strong with a team of co-hosts. And so Amazing. it's an exciting season, you know, it's just stewarding, stewarding each step, you know, along the way, grace over grace yeah. from my well, life. Well, that's,
1: day. I mean, and that's also the advancement of the entrepreneur. You realize, Hey, I'm not, I'm not that important to the business, right? <laughs> like that's, that's exactly what I'm talking it about. doesn't like, have to like be centered
0: can, around Shea vines Yes. hundred
1: percent. A hundred percent. No, not that we can get into this today, but that is. I mean that's my vision too of like Kingdom Kingdom REI Kingdom Real Estate Investors is way bigger than Ellis Hammond yes. and, and we're and you know I mean I that's I'm the face here on the podcast today but I'm not the face always in our community right we right. have a lot of people leading and doing that and so I think I love that I love to hear that um, that's yeah. advancing and growing too maybe so. that maybe
0: that'll be a future conversation we could talk about that the, that process that like I'd actually would love that like how you went from getting CEO out of the way. to advisor.
1: <laughs> That actually be a great. Uh, that could be a really fun masterclass, Shay. I, it is so much fun. I love talking with you. I you know, as soon as I got the email about you coming on the show, I'm like, yes, let's do it, 100. Uh, percent So thank you for being such a, a gracious guest, delivering such a powerful word to our community today. And and I'm just so I'm prayerful. I pray and just speak a prophetic word over Grace Over Grind that it would bless it would bless millions because I know this is a needed word. Even that book, Pace. How much hardship that's going to save people, and so yes. um, I just pray that it would just be a tremendous blessing to all who read it. And so, thanks for writing it. Thanks for coming on today, and and um, and just incredibly grateful for your ministry.
0: Thank you so much. Always good hanging out with you. Appreciate you greatly.
1: Guys, listen, if you're listening to the show and you're as blown away as I am today, uh, go leave us a five star review, a written review, uh, and share this on social media. Screenshot this episode it is, that is the way you can serve Shay and I, you know, is, is to just go promote this, go let someone know you're enjoying this show. Uh, so screenshot this episode, share it on social media and tag us, tag us and let us know that you're enjoying it. And uh, we, we'd appreciate your feedback. See you next week, everyone. Thanks. Hey, just because the show is over doesn't mean the journey is. Listen, if you're a faith-driven real estate professional or investor, then you'll want to go to thekingdomrei.com to learn about our mastermind. If you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes, then head to ellishammond.com to learn more about that. Cheers.